Welcome to Rooted and Unwavering, a podcast and radio show which features leaders from all walks of life in conversations about courageous connectedness. How do we stay connected to our best selves, especially when we are challenged? What becomes possible when we truly stay committed to our own and others' greatness, also when we don't feel it? Join host Hilke Faber, transformational coach, facilitator, and award-winning author of Taming Your Crocodiles, and his guests as they explore leadership greatness in today's episode of Rooted and Unwavering. Well, welcome everyone. Welcome back to Rooted and Unwavering, broadcasting live from Business Radio X, Phoenix, uh, and this time broadcasting live from the Netherlands. I'm in Gietjerk, uh, which is close to where I was born, and this is where we help leaders connect more deeply to their innate potential. I'm your host, Hilke Faber, and today is with me a friend, esteemed guest, and colleague on this path of connectedness, Erika Schaper. Erika, how are you today? Thank you, Ilka. I'm I'm fine. I'm very excited to be in your show, in your podcast, and well, to tell something about my my way in life. And I had a busy day in the Netherlands. It's uh, at the start of the evening already, uh, but I'm very excited uh, uh, to be here. So, uh, well, uh, uh, let's start. I would say. Let's start. Well, uh, as we get started, uh, start. I want to let the listeners also know a little bit more about you. I'm going to share a little bit about you, also about how we met. And I still remember first when somebody started talking to me about you. I was working at the time in the university that you lead, uh, NHL Stenden, and they said, oh, yeah, you got to meet Erica. You know, she's, she is so strong and so warm and so creative and so wise. You've got to talk to her. And, and so then when I met you, I, I felt all those things. I see you as a, a deeply humane, a very wise, strategic, innovative uh, and daring leader looking at your bio is yeah, speaks from that you know you, you 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 don't do the tried and true you do something new so the school you you lead NHL Stenden University for Applied Sciences in the north of the Netherlands is a, a merger of schools in the past it's a large school you got lots of students with relationships in South Africa in Thailand and Indonesia, you have students from all over the world, 90 nationalities, it says, and you have this concept of design-based education. And you've been serving in public service and public leadership for a long time. Uh, Before this, you were the managing director for the Dutch trade union, FNV, where you also helped guide a merger uh, process of five organizations. You're also the director of the Van Hal Larenstein uh, University and interim manager for several other places. And throughout it all, um, I sense your innovative and daring spirit just lighting the path as a lighthouse, uh, which for a Dutch person, is it, it, as like me, is a very strong metaphor. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a little bit about you. I'm so glad you're here today. So let's dive into this conversation, Erica, about connectedness because that's what these podcasts are about, right? These podcasts are about helping people to connect more deeply to what is true, to their innate potential. And in each podcast, we hear from different leaders about their stories and learn from them. So tell me a little bit and tell us a little bit about your journey and what you've been learning about 
being connected, staying connected, maybe getting disconnected over your uh, leadership journey. Can you say a bit about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's it's, it's interesting about what what it is uh, being connected, and and where uh, what I think about was that uh, there was one moment where I can go back to where I learned uh, what for me is important in being connected. And that was when I met a, a colleague who had an, a theory about energy in organizations. And he made that very physical with some plates on the ground where you, I don't know exactly what the, the theory was, but you can uh, really feel how it is uh, to be in part of the organization. Uh, one of the plates was uh, structure and course and meaning. And I thought, well, this is, this is what, what, what I like, what I like uh, working on. And I was standing on the plate and actually nothing was happening but on another plate and that 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 means being part of a greater role being a, a, a bit ubuntu like mm-hmm. and i didn't know I, I didn't have any image with that but when i stand on that plate it i felt like a like a rocket like i was <sighs> like i i fly into the air so that moment is for me very important in my uh, connectedness because I always know that in which situation I am I have to feel what is the the importance for the greater whole why do, am I doing this what brings it to society what brings it to people and yeah when I I go back to that moment I always can yeah uh, uh, till now find words for for what it what it is what I'm doing and why I'm doing that that's so beautiful so that was an important so moment yeah. Yes, yes, that's so beautiful as as you say that. And I, I see you like uh, looking in the distance, and I I'm imagining you standing on that plate, or you being in the middle of the meeting of or of a meeting, and and looking away and asking yourself, like, what is the bigger meaning here? What's the bigger purpose here that I am part of, and how do I lead from that? So, tell us a little bit more about what is that bigger purpose? If you think about the arts of your life that you are learning or that you know that you are part of and therefore want to be of service to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it, it has to do something with my values and my values are based on uh, that I'm a Christian. I, I Not from the beginning, yeah, well, well, from the family I'm from, but then there was a time that I, I didn't know what to do with that. And after, when I was about 40, I, I reconnected with those values. Uh, so I think the connection with Ubuntu, uh, with Desmond Tutu, has, has to do with that, that you know that, you're, that your purpose on earth is to contribute to society, to contribute and to stand for people uh, who uh, maybe have not the, the, the good starting position as, as, as we have, uh, to serve society to capture also uh, the creation of God, those things are important for me. And by all the things I, I, I do, sometimes you have to make difficult decisions, but if, if it can link to that it is important for the greater whole, for society, for humanity, for um, uh, uh, the, the nature, then, it, then I, can, uh, I, can, I can follow that path. It's. I think the, the the last years you can make it very big, and then and sometimes it can be disappointing because you can't be that that contributor. The, the contribution can be not that big. Uh, we're only uh, a short period on Earth, 
so the last years, I think I tried to make it maybe a bit smaller. So mm. it can also be a small uh, contributions. Mm. But in everything I do, I want to uh, be close to that, to that 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 greater whole, to um, yeah, to have impact. Uh, um, uh, um, that's that's what what drives me uh, uh, every day. I think. I love that. So that that sense of deep connectedness to the greater whole. I hear you also say that this is not necessarily lovey-dovey. It's also about difficult decisions and being guided to make difficult decisions by that greater whole. Maybe you can say a little bit more about that and also maybe say a bit more about how Ubuntu plays into that and, and what that is for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in, in the work I'm doing, uh, uh, if I was a, a doctor or a, a social worker, it will be very easy to, to follow that path. But I came into uh, responsible positions in organizations. Uh, and sometimes organizations are in uh, bad weather and uh, have to focus on uh, have to make a new strategy or something like that. So then I find it as a, a responsibility for me to. Uh, make people enthusiastic about this new course to try to bring new energy in an organization, uh, try to empower people uh, on that. But sometimes it's necessary uh, uh, to work with less people or when there is a financial problem or a quality problem. Sometimes the fit between the organization and people isn't uh, ideal anymore. So um, being a leader, being um, uh, uh, I, I always say that that knowing uh, getting to know what is a true leader if you sit on a table with someone you have to tell he or she is losing her job then uh, uh, it's not very difficult but that's the moment where it came on uh, being a leader is not always difficult but then at that moment that's the moment of truth if you can uh, stay in connection with someone uh, but you have a very you have very bad news for uh, for him or her so then it comes to uh, being authentic, being honest, being have courage to tell the, the, the true story and try not to lose the contact with the, with the person. Yes, yes. Well, let's explore that a little bit more because like when you fire somebody or you let somebody go, well, that is for both people hard. Um, mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. for, definitely for the person that's being let go of in many cases. So you said a little bit about I stay connected or I practice connectedness by, by being authentic, by staying truthful, and then also looking for not losing the connection with the other person. So how do you work on not losing the connection with the other person? Because the other person I can imagine, and I've experienced also myself, can be reactive or emotional or despondent, or there can be despair. How do you work with all that? Yeah, try to. I try to to be honest on that moment, telling the why, and also accepting that maybe this person will be angry or emotional. Or sometimes I'm at that moment not the person who can help this person uh, in, in a couple of days. But try to stay connected with him or her because after a couple of days or after a couple of weeks. He or she can can turn into another another phase, and sometimes uh, you can reconnect them as well. But it can also be challenge if someone is angry at you at that moment. 
I think it's important to let it be as well. Uh, mm. Because if if then I want to be uh, that everyone's friendly to me, that 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 wouldn't help this person. But we're giving space for the process that this person is in, and but also sometimes after a while, after the the, the bitterness and the the the, the 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 angry period is 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 over. Sometimes you can reconnect and that person sees that maybe uh, the fit isn't that good anymore or maybe there is another opportunity or try to uh, help someone uh, but but not try to be uh, always the most friendly person because sometimes your your message is very hard or give also room for the emotions of the person. Yes, yes. I, I, I imagine you sort of standing in that plate in that pl- mm-hmm. on that plate in that place that you alluded to earlier about the bigger purpose that holds mm-hmm. you in place and also that creates a space for both you to stay in your truth and also to allow for the process with the other person to unfold where you don't follow a niceness recipe you know where yeah. you're able to be truthful and not deceptively nice for example about it mm-hmm. uh, that is also a a great sign of respect for the other person because inherently you're speaking to the truth of the other person and, and connecting to their truth, what's really yeah. going as opposed to being deceptive about it. So that is that is very beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Stepping back for a moment, you mentioned Ubuntu, Christian values, maybe a Freudian slip, valleys. Say a bit more how you've learned in your life to, to stand in those values and maybe also how you may have sometimes be challenged to stand in these values and what what have you learned maybe from the valleys also? Yeah, the, a good question. Ubuntu was something what came on my path and which was so, I recognize it so much and also in the context of South Africa where values like truth but also reconciliation were were very important so that that's that's what i try to integrate in my in my life as well i remember we had a, a very nice visit from the daughter of desmond tutu to uh, nhl Standen, and she gave some examples from how her father works on it every day that picking up a, a piece of paper was also part of ubuntu and feeling being humble uh, and showed some kind of hospitality and uh, connectiveness to people every day in every situation. And that that inspires me a lot. That isn't always easy because sometimes uh, you, you, uh, being a, a good leader uh, sometimes make it difficult to have good conversation, good relation with all people and some, uh, when you have to make uh, difficult uh, decisions. But when I know what I'm doing, but I know that this, this is the right course, when trying to look myself right into the mirror every day, I can follow that path, even if sometimes you need some courage as well. Mm-hmm. And I also have experienced uh, once in one of the working spaces, I was that 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 um, I was in a situation where I wasn't in 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 my best power. Uh, that had to do with the organization. It had to do with the uh, the board I was working for, there was some discussion within that board, and then I, I find it difficult to to find my position, and then I felt that I I withdraw from my responsibility, uh, which wasn't uh, uh, I wasn't um, 
normally I'm not normally doing that because responsibility is very important for me. I, I learned that from a young age, and I I find it uh, also pleasant to feel that responsibility, that part of uh, mm -hmm. being uh, the the greater whole. So when I felt that I was withdrawing and there was a distance between the, the heart of the organization and the strategy and me, that was the moment I said, well, I, I quit this organization. I can't contribute anymore because, well, that is not the best best of me. I can't give the best of me anymore. And then, yeah, then I've, I, I will be very uh, unhappy. And I think the organization also, if I will continue. I understand that. That, that sort of brings me to this question of you looking yourself in the mirror because mm -hmm. I can imagine and I find myself those moments of truth, connecting to my truth, especially if it's a decision involving other people, hard. There's, they, mm -hmm. These are challenging moments. So how do you connect to your truth and how do you know that it is true for you? Yeah, that's a difficult question. You, you <laughs> never know. What what I find extremely important is that I have the, the the mindset for that. And if I'm very busy and I'm running from appointment to appointment, then you can easily lose yourself in in in, in connection with yourself. So what I need is, and I'm I'm sitting on my uh, study room and I'm looking out. I'm, I have the opportunity that my uh, my spouse has a, a riding school, so I see all uh, around uh, horses. Uh, being in nature, being with horses, uh, uh, sometimes doing, uh, working with them, that helps me to feel connected with nature, feeling, and, and that's also connecting with myself. Because when I'm very busy, I'm working in my head all the time, and to come back into my body, come back to earth, uh, uh, literally, uh -huh. uh, I find it very uh, nice to be around here, uh, working, feeding the horses, uh, walking, riding. Also, walking is a very good way for me to stay connected with myself. I, I, I also like long-distance walking, and sometimes you get in a, a, a some kind of rhythm, which can yes. be, um, you know, some some kind of, of uh, that's very good for your mind, for your rest. And sometimes you are walking, or walking, or walking, and then all your thoughts are gone, and then something new is coming is coming in. So that are ways for me to stay close to myself. I love that. It's opening the door to something deeper. So yep. looking out the windows, seeing the horses, you know, maybe your spouse, maybe feeding the horses, working with them, taking a walk in nature. And I also heard you say about, I sort of go beyond my thinking. And yeah. something deeper yeah. opens up. And that's, I think that is so interesting because in all the conversations and my own reflections about connectedness, that is often where we end, we go towards that, that space. Father Thomas Keating talks about this a lot, the space beyond thinking that yeah. opens up a deeper wisdom that is always available. We just don't listen to it all the time. And yeah. uh, I love your description of being busy and then, Oh, I come back into myself. Yeah, yeah. Come back to myself. What does it feel like? In, we talked about being in your body. What does it feel like when you are connected to your true self? And what does it feel like when you're not? Well, when I'm not, then my spouse sometimes said, can you turn off the turbo? So that's <laughs> it. And I'm too busy to, uh, maybe I, I think uh, people recognize that, that too busy, uh, very quick thinking. and 
I well, I have the imagination that I'm very productive, but I'm uh, I'm I'm not. And sometimes you need that kind of energy, yeah, doing things. Uh, but that um, then I'm not connected to what is really important. And when I am, I I feel far more relaxed. Yeah, I I, I can have deeper thoughts. Uh, I can also have it when I am really into a good book, for example. When uh, when you are in the story, you. Uh, it's like time is 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 passing by without without knowing, and that's also with walking. When you are in a, it's, it's some kind of meditation, and in that state, new ideas come up, or well, sometimes answers. Um, and for me, um, uh, I said I'm a Christian, and sometimes in a church, I can have that 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 same kind of uh, energy. What I like that it's also some kind of meditation with some songs or. And then I need to be close to myself to know what is really important. I had some some uh, moments I can remember that I was preparing uh, one uh, speech, and I was in church. And when I uh, I was thinking about that, not in a very direct way, but it it's, it comes through my mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I thought, well, this is completely the uh, not a good way to have this speech. I go back to something far more. What's for? more deeper and closer to myself that moments can happen in church in nature sitting on a horseback uh, walking uh, i thought no this is no good i have to come back to myself yeah i love that i i, I love that you have expanded at least how i'm seeing it i'm hearing it the idea of church that mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. space is sometimes in a building uh, with the liturgy and songs and uh, prayers and you know texts and all these things and sometimes it's feeding the horses or yeah. sometimes yeah. it's your spouse saying hey turn off the turbo <laughs> yeah 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 or just taking or, or reading a good book that's very beautiful can you say a bit more about how that connectedness in you has matured over time uh, we have listeners from different stages of life you know and I can imagine that a connecting for you in your 20s might look a little different, might have looked a little different from the way it's looking today. Yeah, I think that, that, that's true. That's getting older, I think. What you said reminded me of, I once did a course, and I do courses quite a lot because I think that's also a way to, to develop yourself. I did a course with uh, Manfred Ketstervries. That's a Dutch guru on, on, on management and he's psychiatrist as well so those those uh, courses are very deeply and it was an, uh, at INSEAD a very international uh, group of leaders all over the world mm. and he actually said two things as a leader you uh, leadership is teamwork and you have to know yourself as a leader so there and also with other way other courses I, I have the feeling that I, I know myself bit by bit more knowing what 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 is my background where i come from what does that bring in my uh, way of looking to the world um it's getting confused I, the other way is knowing myself better but i think i get more questions uh, about the world every year i get older sometimes i think i understand it every day less instead of more but i think i know myself better knowing also in my work what kind of persons i need uh, uh, surrounded me uh, being effectiveness so so be, being effective so 
that has a, a development throughout the years. So when I firstly thought uh, I had strategic discussion, that's where I'm from. I now know that that is only uh, that that is not a goal, but that is a, a meaning. And and what I'm really looking for is to contribute, to have impact in all kinds of ways. I also know that I'm coming from a very harmonious family, a very nice background, a very nice youth. So, but that is that is a pattern um, uh, where I didn't learn very good to have a quarrel. Uh, so those kind of things I, well, I, I found out, uh, I worked on it. I also once did a course in executive coaching. I never will be an executive coach, but it learns me all kind of methods to yeah, to know myself better. And well, that's what I what try to do uh, all my life to, well, find other parts of uh, of myself. I love that. That sense of finding other parts of yourself as you're letting more complexity in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that pointer of leadership is teamwork. And it is knowing yourself. And I'm reminded of what you said in the beginning of our conversation, which I heard you say before, as, I, as I'm getting older, I might adjust my purpose a little bit, that I'm, I'm thinking about my purpose a little differently, maybe even bigger scale, maybe even smaller scale, uh, also knowing the, the brevity of the time that we're in. So let's explore that that connection a little bit more about that after the break. I suggest we take a a short break and, and, and hear a little bit more after the break about how you've been getting more into connecting to yourself and putting that to service in different ways, also with more awareness of the, the brevity that of, of the life that, that we're in here, here, here with. So thank you so much so far, Erica, and, and let's take a short break now. Thank you. You are listening to Rooted and Unwavering, presented by Growth Leaders Network, the leadership, team, and culture development company. If you would like to learn more about working on connectedness for yourself, your team, or organization, please contact Growth Leaders Network on LinkedIn. And now, back to the show. All right, so this question of connectedness. So uh, if you're just dialing in, are thinking about this podcast. We've been talking to Erica Schaper, who's the chairman of NHL Stenden, University of Applied Sciences in the north of the Netherlands, from which we're also hosting this podcast today. And we've been talking about how connectedness is something that has matured over time. It is something that for Erica is about connecting to deeper meaning, really taking your stand to something to something. It's about also realizing that our deeper truth sometimes has us make unpopular decisions and give space for others to be in that. Uh, We've had a conversation about how being connected to ourselves is core to leadership. And the question that is on the table now is, how, how is your sense of service and purpose maybe that you connect to been evolving as you mature and maybe get more face-to-face with the, the brevity of this life that we're in? Yes, I, I, I think that, that when I was younger, even as a kid, I had the idea that if it would be possible to bring uh, peace to the world, I would do it immediately. But 
seeing uh, how the world develops, especially at this moment, the complexity is 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 growing, or maybe I see it more. Uh, we're far from uh, peace in the world, and that's uh, then you can do two things. You can get very depressed that uh, uh, maybe the world is not getting better every day, but maybe uh, worse every day. But you can also make your own contribution a bit smaller, a bit, bit closer. I think also the COVID period mm-hmm. helped me with that to to bring you back to the essence of life, your 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 spouse, your family, the, the place you're living, the, the community you're in. And maybe you cannot save the whole world, but maybe you can contribute to a few people or maybe you can um, make it a bit smaller. So, the, yeah, that the impact isn't um, because some problems can't be solved. I think that is one of the my my insights from the last uh, the last year. I, I uh, did a course where I made a trip to to the Middle East with a group of Dutch leaders to uh, Jordan and, and Lebanon and, and Israel. Mm. Well, if there is any place in the world where you can think, well, I have no idea how can how this can be solved for the, the, the coming uh, generations, mm. it is Israel. So that struck me really. So sometimes maybe I, I was uh, uh, the type of leader who thought, well, if I put all my effort in it, I will solve it. Mm. And uh, the more complex the problem is, the better I uh, I my my I can uh, put my energy in it. Yeah, some problems can't be solved not by me, and it mm. makes me a bit more humble. I think mm. that that sense of humility, and I relate to that as powerlessness while taking responsibility for your part, is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, how do you ride that balance? Because I think about that as, well, I can find peace letting go, right? And saying that this is not for me to solve. At the same time, I also don't want to be like an ostrich putting my hand in, my, my head in the sand, you know? So how do you work with that? How do you stay connected to what's really true for you and not make it too small or too big? Yes, that's... I, I try to uh, be close to myself if I'm in the right position in in in, uh, in work. If I can contribute to an organization where uh, students are prepared for for the world, I, I really like it to be uh, working with with young people and and prepare them for uh, for the world of today uh, with all the people working for NHL standards. So so uh, well that gives me a lot of. A lot of fun to do that, but also uh, satisfaction. And I think that, yeah, well, if I'm good at that, uh, there I can contribute. Mm-hmm. So if organizations, I can help uh, uh, develop organizations where it's good studying, but also good working. I can play that role. That's that's uh, uh, yeah, that's an everyday balance. Um, but I'm still on my uh, on the good spot, I think uh, there. And in my in my in my surrounding here in my family and the, the people we live with, yeah, we try to look how we can contribute. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, here on the on the writing school, we have a, 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 a long time ago. It was when when Hattie, uh, had her fiftieth birthday, and she's now almost sixty. And she, we invited fifty children who want to also ride on ponies, but haven't can afford that and. Uh, well, that's a group of uh, children which comes here every week. 
And uh, um, a couple of months uh, before, uh, there were also over, uh, a lot of Ukraine children. So we try to well, give them uh, a pleasure of uh, the pleasure of, of riding. And that's a very small initiative, but well, yeah, we think okay, if uh, we can do that, maybe that's our purpose to do that. Um, mm -hmm. So making it smaller, giving uh, children a good way. Uh, sometimes also uh, adults here for for camps. Well, see what we can do within the possibilities we have. Great, and so I'm wondering. I'm just wondering back of these. These. So I'm I'm seeing you like make contributions to things that are within your scope of mm -hmm, work, mm -hmm. for example, with NHL standing, so beautiful, and then doing it at your spouse's horse riding farm, uh, inviting children in. And we talked a little bit, you started alluding to the societal issues. So how do you navigate that? And do you feel peace in your heart when you watch the news? Or what happens with you? Or do you not watch the news? Yeah. Yes, yes, I do watch the news. I, I, I couldn't imagine that that I won't do that because I feel responsible for my 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 part in the world. And things like what's happening now in Ukraine, uh, all the populist uh, parties who are, uh, 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 are getting bigger and bigger, uh, uh, some discussions where solidarity is is uh, far too uh, far ahead. I find it very find it difficult, and but also things like climate change. Am I doing enough? Uh, uh, do we uh, give the earth to our children and grandchildren in a proper way? Well, I think the answer is no, and I'm not sure if I if I've done enough. Of course, I think we we all have that. But when I have, when I was a child, I was very worried about pollution with oil. I could I couldn't sleep for that. So that that's part of my genes, I think. But now I think I can. Nobody will get better if I'm worried. I better can do what, uh, try to do what I can do. I can't solve the problem of all the refugees looking for looking for a better place. But maybe I can give a future for uh, some people here in my surrounding. And well, that's what I tried there. I, so, I so, so go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. So make it make it smaller. See what what my contribution is. Not knowing if that's that's enough. If I if I uh, 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 can't do more, but I I don't I also I don't want to be depressed by the situation because no one. And then I, I also I don't help anyone with that as well. Yes, yes. So I I hear you being purposeful also about your inner state mm -hmm. and saying. My inner state, I cannot give in to worries. Etty Hillison, a Dutch non-survival of, I think it was the Holocaust, wrote that, the Holocaust, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, like, wrote like, worries are like fleas. I got to get rid of them because that allows me to stay, and I'm par paraphrasing right now this last bit, to, to help me to stay in the presence of God, of truth, of strength, of what is here. And what I hear you say, I hear that. You, you talk about it almost casually. Like I hear it very much like this is like second nature for you at this point. Like, no, I am not going to let myself get down by worries or other um, non-productive 
thought forms because I need to be of service and yeah, yeah. I can't do it from that place. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly the way I look at it. Try to uh, contribute where I can, not making it too big. And also, that's what I try to do, enjoy every day. See the, the, the beautiful creation of nature. Uh, that's also inspiring uh, for me as well. Yes. Uh, because there are a lot of people who, uh, but, but also um, be aware of the privileged uh, life I have. Uh, I'm very aware of that. And I'm very grateful for that as well. Yes. And I see you putting it to service relentlessly. Yeah. yeah. Like very, yeah. very clearly, very clearly. Yeah. I, I want to go back to the time that we, I don't think you and I have ever talked about, which is your time when you were working in the Dutch trade union, F and FA. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember as a child, which is when I was living in the Netherlands, looking at the F and FE and seeing them being involved in all kinds of conflicts, almost like that was their business. Now, I may have completely misunderstood. So can you say a little bit about how you worked with staying connected and being connected in that organization? In that organization. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is a very interesting organization because it uh, has every day to do with power yeah? uh, bargaining power balancing power and i think the power of the the, the working people is very important uh, in balancing also in, in in capitalism on on the scale of uh, uh, the netherlands for example uh, politically it's very important that that the working people are uh, that there's someone who's, who stand behind them the organization itself, uh, the working organization of the FNV, is a very complex organization. A bit conservative sometimes, but people, uh, you're, uh, they are looking for people who are good in bargaining, but they do that uh, uh, internally as well. So every day you have to do with power, with, I never had in my life so much petitions from all kinds of subjects that, People have organized themselves, uh, setting uh, signs for things, and and that makes it difficult. It was a very, I find it one of the most complex organizations to work for, because you can nothing do on your position, but all uh, looking for can I move, make little steps. Mm -hmm. uh, all my my political abilities are stretched to the max in this yes. organization. And that makes it. Interesting as well, but it cost me also a lot of energy. So I didn't work there very long, but I learned uh, a lot of it. After four years, at, uh, I thought, well, uh, uh, it's now good for the for the next one. Um, but it's uh -huh. a very interesting organization. Uh huh. Uh huh. So when you look back at that, because um, we can see every chapter in life as a tremendous teacher, whatever is written in that chapter, whether we like mm -hmm. it or we like it. If we're thinking about connectedness and staying true to yourself and you're talking about power, maybe staying connected to your true power or working with power around you, what, what did you learn from that period that, that really has served you well now that you are the chairman of this large university in the Netherlands? Yeah, yeah. But the interesting part of the FNV was that you're working very close to all the, the, the political decisions made uh, because uh, 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 the FNV is at every table, everything that has to do with with economic problems or with uh, so so the, I find that very good and and uh, within the 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 values for 
standing for people who aren't able to stand for themselves, mm-hmm. uh, it was close to my values. The, the, mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. Um, that part was close to my values. The other side is that the working of the organization, which had so much to do with power, I find that sometimes hard. Mm-hmm. That it that, that it wasn't about the best idea, but it was about can you get a, a majority or not? And that made that was that wasn't that close to my heart. Uh, that was the difficult part of it. But I also can have uh, um, uh, some kind of fulfillment if you see that something is very difficult and you can make small steps. And after a while, you look back and you see, well, I still have have realized uh, uh, slight changes. Yes. So that was it, it was a it was well a, a really a learning period for me. Yes. So I'm I'm hearing something about the wisdom of small steps, mm-hmm. which is also a very powerful tool to stay connected to our true self. Because our thinking mind, you could say the ego is always ahead of the band, but maybe your spouse will call that turbo, like you're ahead of it, so yeah. not anymore, right? But the wisdom of small steps, I think there's even a method called Kaizen that talks about that, where like we are staying, like it's a, it's a way to stay in the moment. And it's also a way to practice humility, just like we've been talking about with yeah. the side, society's issues that we're facing at the moment, the wisdom of small steps and having faith in those. And I also hear you talk about the, the energy that you connected with, with this organization that takes a stand for people that don't have a stand by themselves or not much of it, that sense. And I see it a little bit as a as a as a as a, a, a red thread through your life because you're now taking a stand for students and young people in society. You know, they're just starting, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. take a stand for them and making sure they get the best treatment, even though that may not be in the best financial interest short term of the society. So it takes a takes some standing for as well. So can you say a bit more about your staying connected to yourself and? What, and you talked about enjoying, like, tell me more about leading an organization that is serving students, young people. What is that like for you? What does that bring out in you? Yeah, I, I really can enjoy when I uh, go to the university, to the buildings, when I enter the, the, the campus, and I can feel the energy of all those young people uh, doing all kinds of things, sitting, laying down, having funny, funny parties. And, and so I really love that energy. What, what I really like, if, if we can bring them a broader perspective than they come in with, like uh, internationalization is a very important part uh, of the strategy of NHL Standard, giving them tools to cope with diversity in all forms they will meet in their life. Some of them will have an international career, so they will uh, meet a lot, of, a lot of internationals, but Others will meet other uh, cultures, other uh, ways of living. And if we can contribute that they're not afraid of that, what I see with a lot of populist parties, but they can embrace that, they can see the value of that, they can practice uh, working together with all types of students from all social classes, cultural backgrounds. Well, I, I really can enjoy that and seeing them growing and also see the joy our employees have in working with students, that that gives me a lot of fulfillment. I can't help but think about the Harmony family that you grew up with and about bringing people together. Um, Yeah. 
that being one of the things that really makes you tick and seeing that, like I can just, well, I saw you and I can imagine you also now these, these days walking into the buildings and seeing the students do what they do and you never know yeah. exactly quite what they're doing next. I'm sure it's like you, it's, it's very creative. So they it's can very, very, uh, yeah. And also for me, that's also where we also part of the ecosystem in the Northern of the Netherlands. So with students, with our research, with our the knowledge to contribute to the region, that, that that's the same energy for me. Sometimes uh, with students participate in all kinds of uh, programs, uh, uh, helping uh, entrepreneurs to also to to broaden their vision. Uh, that uh, that kind of processes gives me a lot of uh, a lot of joy. Yes, I hear that. I hear that. Erica, I always think of you as a person who is unconsciously excellent at so many things, like being kind. Well, that's what I think. That's what okay, I think. Okay. And, you know, I live in the States, so I get to say these things in the Dutch society. Yeah. I would say, you're not bad at those. <laughs> you know, <maybe>. <laughs> yeah. But I've lived in the Especially in the North, they say that. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, but, you know, the U.S., we say things like that. And I, I do believe that from my heart, that you're unconsciously excellent meaning this comes second nature to you like being humane connecting people staying connected to yourself um i witnessed you in in meetings also that weren't always the easiest ones for some people they are at a different stage of the journey maybe you see some students you know working walking around that you know may get overwhelmed with whatever it may be you know something that's happening in class something that's happening in their world or in their country or in their family or a person that's working in an organization and they may not see the, they, they might they might be looking for that play that you found in that course. It's like, yes, that's it, right? What would you say to them, to those people that might be a little lost or feel a little lost in the wilderness of life? What would you say to them? Yeah, well, I would say, give yourself time and space to look for what's really important for you and and, and try to, have the courage to do the, the, the journey inside, yeah? go look into yourself. And sometimes that's not easy because well, I really know uh, how privileged I was also in the way I was grown up. And uh, uh, some people have far more difficult lives, so that uh, that may be far more difficult. But try to find where your drive is, where your energy is, and... Uh, stay close to that and uh, try to be encouraged to find your way uh, and not letting down what the society wants from you or the surroundings or sometimes family wants from you, but try to find your own path in life. I think that it's important. There are all kinds of people who want to help you with that, but the, the journey inside you can only make yourself. For me, for me, most difficult is the, the type of students or, or employees who seems to have not be motivated. Yeah, some All kinds of energy, even resistance is energy, but if people say, I don't care, that, that's for me the hardest way to deal. But still, I, I, I would say, try to find, and it can cost some time, and give yourself time to find out what really drives you in, in life. I can imagine people then asking, well, yes, I look inside and I may discover that the life that I'm living actually does not match up with yeah. the values that I'm discovering inside when I look beyond my 
maybe fears that I have or the social programming from society, from organizations, from family, from community, whatever it might be. And like, oh, this, <laughs> like my heart says this way, but life is going that way. Like, what, what would you say to them? Like, how, how do you work through that? Yes, sometimes, I see that sometimes with, with employees eh, who, who fear to, uh, to take steps to uh, change things in their lives, thinking that they have to stick where they are because um, what kind of reasons? Sometimes reasons like uh, how did you bought a house or what, whatever can be very uh, frightening. Uh, change can be very frightening. And I would say, and not knowing everyone's situation, of course, that at the end, if you follow your heart in what you're really good at, what you really give energy that, uh, that will fulfill you more than when you're in a place where you think, I, I do, not, do not belong here. It costs so much energy and life is short and energy, the best you can give other people is your time and energy. So, well, be, be, um, uh, see that you give the, the best of yourself uh, uh, at a good moment and don't spoil too much energy in that in that way that's that's what i would say yes yes this what, what really lands with me from what you're saying that really ha- hits me is this really conscious choice of how i'm choosing my time and attention in this world because i'm here for a very very short time you know mm-hmm. i'm I'm reminded of the story of Jesus in the New Testament where his parents ask him, where have you been? And he responds, don't you know I'm doing my father's work? And to me, that is such a beautiful parable almost of stepping out of the societal conditioned consciousness and having the courage to find your own work, first of all, and then do it and follow it, even if that may be challenging because you're, you're challenging some things inside of you and sometimes also outside of you. Well, yeah, thank you for that. Yes, and, and that can be hard to do. Uh, I mean, sometimes you have to tell your your family or uh, your surroundings that that maybe you you choose another path. I live together with a with a with a woman, and also gone through the path that I have to tell my family that I uh, um, uh, that I love that I fell in love with a with a woman. I don't never forget the words my father. He, he passed away two years ago. He said then, "Well, I don't hope you uh, you find it difficult to say this because uh, uh, that, uh, he, uh, his unconditional love that he loves me anyway, and my mother as well, that helps me a lot." And that's not not for everyone, of course, uh, the reaction of their family. But sometimes you you worried a bit more about taking a step than uh, than it, 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 what actually will happen. So. But try to if you stay close to yourself, that makes you authentic, and most of the time, people will accept that. Thank you for that. So we're getting towards unbelievably our closing minutes already. This conversation yeah, flew oh. by, Erica. What would be your closing reflections that you would like to share with listeners who are tuning in, likely to learn more about how do I connect myself, especially in a world that feels quite disconnected and also triggers my being disconnected at times. What would you like to say to them as a, as a close? Well, maybe what helped me, but I can give more than, than, than what my experience was, is maybe if you make it a bit smaller to see what you can do and what is important for you, 
that makes it a bit more feasible to see what's happening in the world. I think that, and try to find out where your passion is, where your heart lies and, uh, and contribute. And where I also thought that, that peace in the world was my mission, that was maybe a bit too big. So try to make uh, a mission in life that's, that's also doable. And that maybe that, that will help you. Thank you for that. I, I hear what you're saying, the, the humble courage yeah. of, the, the, of the warrior in, with the, of the heart in this world. So thank you so much, Erica. It was truly a pleasure to, to speak with you as, as always, whether we are on the screen or in a restaurant or in a conference room somewhere, it's always wonderful. Some of the things that really uh, hit me today as, as I was speaking with you was this sense of humility and deep honesty with yourself, your willingness to take a stand and find the sense of energy comes from being connected to this bigger purpose and this bigger meaning. And you then being in that place of service in your career, in the places that you are leading, the discipline that I hear in your unconscious excellence, like I'm not going to give my my energy away to worries or things that are not helpful right now. And the humility you have to carve out your peace um, in this dance and mystery of life that we're in. And, and then also your suggestion for those of us who are looking to not give up and, and to make the space and to not get distracted. So thank you so much, Erica, for being with us today. Thank you all for, for listening to this podcast and radio show of, of Rooted and Unwavering. I'd like you or invite you to subscribe to this podcast, Rooted and Unwavering, if you like, or also join us for our monthly Growth Leaders Network community conversations that you can find on LinkedIn. We'll be here next again um, in a few weeks. I'll be speaking with my colleague Rick Gage from Growth Leaders Network, where we actually will take a step back and review some of the core lessons that we learned in these four first four, four webcasts. The ongoing question that we will be sitting with and that I'll be sitting with is how do I stay connected with myself so I can be of highest service? So thank you all for listening. That's it for today. Thank you again, Erica, for your presence. For your it words. was a great pleasure. Thank oh, you for so much. Wonderful. And for also having the horses and your spouse be part of the experience. That was just wonderful. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. I hope you found some helpful nuggets here today that help you connect more deeply into who you truly are and put that to work in this precious life that is so short. Uh, you've been listening to Root and Wavering, where we help leaders connect more deeply to their innate potential. I'm your host, Hilko Faber. Thank you. Thank you for joining us in today's episode of Rooted and Unwavering, leadership conversations about courageous connectedness, presented by the leadership development company, Growth Leaders Network. To learn more, subscribe to this podcast, connect with Growth Leaders Network and Hilke Faber on LinkedIn, or read Hilke's award-winning book, Taming Your Crocodiles. Now take a moment and appreciate something that is great about you. Celebrate the gift that you are and enjoy connecting more deeply to your best self today. See you next time on Rooted and Unwavering.